We are back with another Taurus Trap podcast, and this week we wanted to talk about the business of gift guides. Especially since we're starting our season off of gift guides, so we'll be doing several for the next, well, until the end of the year, we'll be doing gift guides, which is kind of like one of my favorite things that we do. It's so fun, and we like to say generally recommended because we don't make money off these gift guides, just so everyone knows. (laughs) we do use some affiliate links but we probably won't for these and also no one really clicks on our or shops our affiliate links anyway so we don't make much money off of it so (laughs) unlike some of the other brands and uh, publishers in the space yeah and it's apparently a big money maker for some you know companies like the new york times for instance (laughs) yeah i mean i've actually in some of the companies i've worked at I do know behind the scenes, there's a lot that happens in terms of like the New York Times or the Strategist or like all the Condé Nast magazines. Everyone has a gift guide that they come out with. And that's because when it's online, if people click on a link and then purchase it, they get a cut of that. So it's a huge moneymaker for them. But there's also just a ton of coordination with the brands that are featured too. It's not just a very like organic like oh i'm gonna pick this like companies push items to be in gift guides it's like a huge marketing push yeah and in order to get in it's very competitive um i know this because i used to work for a company where i was in sales and trying to recommend a product um to magazines to get them you know to get us into magazines and wasn't very good at it (laughs) wasn't my calling i'm definitely better suited to be a designer sales is not my thing (laughs) but it was really interesting um to see how you know I guess before that I naively thought like oh gift guides are where you know um people just see your product in a store or they like it and they just put it in a gift guide out of like the kindness of their hearts it's not the way it works there's all these people behind the scenes like trying to make it happen like me but I wasn't good at that particular job (laughs) (laughs) well that is how our gift guide still works we're just recommending stuff that we think's like cool and fun but we make zero dollars off of it (laughs) yeah we just enjoy doing in products that we really um you know just want to recommend that we would buy for ourselves um, but a lot of gift guides don't work that way. It's actually a business and it does, of course, make you question, say like a gift guide like the New York Times, not to say that it's not well curated and thoughtful, but that some of the, those gifts in there are only there because it gives the New York Times like a lot of money. Totally. And it's not like really a good product, which, you know, that's yeah. a little disheartening. I've, I've been at companies where a part of your job during the holiday season is to like recommend products to like the New York times or the strategist or like various magazines. Like the, there are people on those teams that reach out and they're like, what do you recommend for, you know, this category in our gift guide? And then me as a buyer merchandiser would have to be like, okay, like, what do I have a lot of inventory in that I want that I want to sell? And then they end up pushing it. So, yeah. So it's interesting when you when you actually are featured in these magazines that some of them do a really nice job, like curating in terms of like according to color. I always like that when it's like curated by color, but um, you know that it's mainly handed to them as opposed to them doing the research on it. So yeah, that's a big misconception I think when people look at gift guides. <clears throat> I really like the New Yorker gift guides because. 
the it's handled by like the actual New Yorker writers and there's a little bit of more of like a narrative flow whereas a lot of the the bigger ones even like the New York Times one it's really just like a list essentially so there's it's you know just a list but the New Yorker one there's like it's like in a paragraph form and they're actually like explaining why they like different things so it's a bit of a different format and they also I don't think it's a very big affiliate driver for them so um they're those are my favorite ones and that's what we're trying to emulate by writing yes. about so it so if you want to look for genuine gift guides ours is number one of course <laughs> genuine number one and then New Yorker they always have more <laughs> genuine like content in general um but yes one and two yeah <laughs> The only other thing I'll add is that um, I do have a special place for the really like crazy over the top gift guides as well. Like crazy expensive, you mean? Yeah, which I'm sure also like partially driven by like affiliate revenue. But like we we worked on like this year actually like the Goop gift gift guide we were featured in there. So like um, I know like Goop always has like a really crazy gift guide. So that that's fun to look at and like traditionally. Like the department stores as well would typically do gift guides with like crazy like splurge vacations and like, you know, spend $500,000 to go to Antarctica, like crazy stuff that no one would actually buy, but it's just like fun to kind of see that in a gift guide. And I don't know how practical that is, but I always liked seeing that out there. Yeah, and I actually would say that there are, like, other newsletters that have good gift guides. Like, um, I mean, you know this, but I like that um, influencer, Athena Caldron. Yeah. Although she calls herself, what does she call herself? I a multi- no, she Well, no, I was going to say, she calls herself a multi-hyphenate. <laughs> as in that she has a lot of skills that she has under her belt. Like, I think she mainly started with cooking, and then she's now in decorating interiors. And, you know, she just recently did her backyard, so now she's, like, you know doing a lot basically so she's multi-hyphenate and she has a podcast too which um she has some interesting guests actually too um but her gift guide again i like it too because it's by color and she actually is very authentic to herself because she likes a lot of black and white and so like the whole thing is black and white and i find that very interesting too not that i want to buy everything in black and white but i like when someone sticks to their aesthetic she only recommended things that were either black or white. Yeah, pretty much. And wow. um but really beautiful products that I was like, "Oh, I like this." Not that I were then there I will also say the price point is pretty expensive because that's like her taste level. Um but I don't know, it was it was very beautifully curated. She did a nice job or her team did. So, I'll have to look at that one. I yeah, but her one. yeah, right, her Instagram handle is I swoon. So, okay. Well, we'll check that one out. Um, and yeah, so we're going to kick it off this week with our home gift guide. And then I think we'll probably do a couple others over the course of the next few weeks and then hopefully take a break in December at some point. So go on a little vacation, go on a vacay. Mm -hmm. So that's it for this week and we'll see you back here next week. Mm -hmm.